That was the inaugural episode of the Brose Bistro right there. Was that all recorded? <laughs> it was all recorded. When we talked about grilled cheese for 25 <laughs> minutes. No, no, I didn't get the grilled cheese. No, no, no. We, we unless you just deleted it. We just talked about grilled cheese and cast iron I pans. just started recording. Okay. I could have swore it was recording. Good. I don't know. Unless you've only been talking about grilled cheese for one minute, 23 seconds. Okay. <laughs> I, never, I, thought it, I thought I saw it recording. No, you've Do you want to just do it again? Like, hold on. Hold on. I can kick back. <laughs> I got stuff to do. Yeah. The Brose Bistro is going to be our cooking show when we ever actually get, like, video oh. cameras and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You're, you're talking to me about this. Cook something new. I can right. dig it. Dig it. Alrighty. Do you want two or three? Uh, I think two. Welcome to Brose. We are Brose. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> my name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros and Rose. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hey, guys. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And across from us, reporting live from somewhere who is in Can- where is in Cancun, because he's back, baby, Tim hey. Hansen. Buenos hey. dias, mi amigos. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Well, I'm doing good. Welcome back uh, to the to the U.S. of A. You've actually been back for a little bit now, but uh, but this is your first time on the show since then? Yeah, I'm ready to go back to Mexico. How was the trip? Uh, it was great. I lo- I we love it down there. It, it's gorgeous. Any time it rained was for like two minutes max, and then yeah. it was just gone and dried up in five minutes. So everything was gorgeous. And uh, the hotel we stayed at, LeBlanc, was just. Whew. Woo. We definitely won't be able to afford to go back for a while. Come <laughs> on, <laughs> right, man. This is your honeymoon. Out of us. Yeah, so you, you got to bang it out right then. <laughs> ah, <laughs> consummate in the marriage. <laughs> Talking about him doing sex stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off and running here on our second year of Rosé. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, we've had a couple episodes in the interim, but of course this is, uh, the first time we've had the core four together since recording the Golden Brobes Awards. And it's the first time we've had the, just the four of us in a long time. Yeah. yeah. In that's, months. That's true. That's true. We've had a, a, a huge thanks to all of our guests, except for Vince, who, uh, helped support the show through, uh, through those periods. Who, who probably still owes you fantasy football and, uh. All right. I want everybody to take bets here. Does, has Vince paid me for fantasy football yet? I'll set the the price at a dollar. A dollar. I think that he has paid for the eliminator, but not fantasy football. Okay, I, I'm I'm with Sean. Okay, how about <laughs> I'm you? I'm gonna Tim? go with he's paid for nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Hansen's correct. Vince Maddox <laughs> paid for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> he's paid for eliminator or, and I even hit him up again with a combined payment. I made it easier for him. I sent him a single Venmo with forty five dollars that he owes me. Not nothing, Vince. I know you can't have a gambling problem. It's true. Actually, it's, it might work out in best favor because you can't have a gambling problem if you just never pay, I think. <laughs> That's then, true. So. Yeah. I mean, he, he, it's no gambling problem, but it, it, there is a bookie problem at that point if he's not paying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Having trouble paying your bills like Bill, your bookie. Uh, welcome to the Brose Podcast, available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else fine podcasts are bought and sold. If you've listened to the show before, you know why we're here. The premise is to answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything while enjoying delicious glasses of rosé. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the show, you want to email them to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Uh, that is where you want to send the questions. Otherwise, we won't know that you have questions for it. If you're just shouting into the into your, into your phone. What are you like, doing? First of all, you're a crazy person. Second of all, really going to be a hard, uh, hard for us to actually hear the question at that point. I, I I'm, mean, just, I'm just trying all, to speak Alex, facts. Stop yelling audience. at your phone. Yeah, Alex. <laughs> I know you are. Uh, before we get to the first round of questions, let's talk about our wines. Rich, would you like to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. I just have to find it. Uh, I am drinking Kuhn. Uh, C-U-N-E. Is that yeah, it looks like Kuhn. I don't know. On it, it's C-V-N-E. Like Traverches. Traverches. I doubt it. But it's... It is a, I believe, Spanish wine, um, and it's it's pretty good. It's sweet. Uh, uh, the guy at uh, Canals recommended it to me, mm. and I had a tasting while I was there, and I liked it. So, check it out. 
Nice. Okay. You got the recommendation from an official sommelier, which is great. I, yeah, I think he was a sommelier. He might have just been some guy that was like hanging around canals, <laughs> was like, "Hey man, check out my wine." <laughs> you didn't see the scene right after you left, where like the the owner of the the canals is just like, "Get out of here, crazy Bill's here again." <laughs> well, <laughs> well, when he asked me if I wanted it chilled and brought me to a uh, bathtub full of just red, Ooh. I. Uh, a bathtub? Yeah. <laughs> was it his? Rich, was it his bathtub? It was his house. Actually, this is wow. where I take your Shit. kidneys. Shit. Uh, Sean, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking uh, Pinnacle Ridge Brut Rosé. Uh, it's a Lehigh Valley sparkling wine. Uh, my parents actually got me this. They went to a wine pairing uh, recently, where they like give you food and then wine to go with it. And they got this, and they said they liked it. It was their dessert wine. And this is the first sparkling wine I've had on the show, mm. I think. And it is... So right now, I think it's good. It's a, it's a Pinot Noir Rosé, so it yep. does have that, that going for it. Yeah, absolutely. However, it did explode. <laughs> <laughs> so, full disclosure, uh, Sean put the champagne in the middle of the table that we record. What, what, what happened was, I was trying to... I was channeling my inner Matt. <laughs> Taking the stairs like a champ, <laughs> running like up the champ. stairs, and, and just ate it. Yeah, <laughs> did not drop my coffee or my rosé. Yes. However, it did seem it seems like my rosé suffered a little <laughs> bit of uh, jostling, and while it was resting center table, it just exploded. It just exploded. <laughs> yeah. No one. No one. It was. You weren't trying to undo the cork or no. anything. It was just. I've had enough. <laughs> it just, it just fired. Yeah, and it was shot in the air. It yeah. got. Nowhere important, and uh, so right now it just tastes like bubbles. Yeah, but I think maybe my second glass one just kind of settled down a little bit. <laughs> well, it's a little bit antsy right now. <laughs> yeah. Lots happened to it in the last hour. Uh, Tim, what are you drinking today? I am drinking Sutter Holmes White Zinfandel. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> the move. I mean, it, it was easy. It was an easy pickup yeah. at Sheets. So, uh... oh, you went to Sheets for this. <laughs> So I actually Tim, where were this, you today? <laughs> so I actually picked this up like uh, before the wedding because I couldn't remember if I had wine back at the house like at, before the last time we recorded. Mm-hmm. Then we get home and it's like, oh, I totally do have wine. So then I put this in the fridge and then today it was like, I don't have any wine. Uh, Aha! White Zinfandel. The White Zinf. Excellent work. Excellent work. And, it's uh, delicious. It's uh, it's. It's a slightly sweet, but not overpowering, not in your face, mm-hmm. and uh, it's good. I Excellent. like it. Excellent. Stutterhome is a good salad choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they, yeah. they make a bunch of pretty good wines, a bunch yeah. of pretty good for the budget wines. Um, so I am drinking a winemaker's blend, uh, <laughs> which is not really a winemaker's blend. It's my blend. So I had about half a bottle of Matua left after we recorded the Golden Brobes, and then I had uh, another half-ish bottle of another rosé that I don't remember what it was because it's in the recycling bin now. Uh, and I was like, boy, I don't want these rattling around the whole time. So I did what any, you know, 18-year-old would do and just married them. Uh, and so now I, I essentially just call it a Casnell 2019. And uh, I, as, as Rich suggested before the show, it's only appropriate that you call, that you have tasting notes for it. And we've been drinking wines now for 12 months now. So I, I'm, I'm working on appropriately capturing the flavor of this wine. I want to run these, these notes past you and see what you guys think. Um, so you're a tough guy, like a, a really rough guy, just can't get enough guy, chest always so puff guy, I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad type, might seduce your dad type, I'm the bad guy, duh. Duh. <laughs> so. Duh. Now I have to admit... Those aren't actually my taste notes. Those are lyrics, of course, to Peggy Sue by Billie Holiday. (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, So, gentlemen, I have here in my hand the first envelope of questions. Uh, There's a single wine glass on the envelope and a note on the back. Uh, It says, joke, followed by a colon. (laughs) (laughs) I was in my hotel lobby, and I heard two chess masters bragging about past wins. They were chestnuts boasting in an open foyer. (laughs) <laughs> it's listen it took a lot of work to get there but i'm happy where it went all right guys i'll, I'll see you later I'll see it. you right. oh, yeah i appreciate that that was quality yeah, represent jake represent <laughs> i hope they're all like that i need more puns all right so our first question gentlemen do you think 
Uh, okay, here we go. This question is submitted by Emily Cooper, a uh, fan of the show, a longtime fan of the show. Do you think the quote, ugh, women and their pumpkin spice, unquote, attitude is rooted in misogyny? Um, so basically, <laughs> do, you be- do you believe that the idea of calling somebody who drinks a PSL, uh, pumpkin spice latte, calling, like, like, groaning and rolling your eyes at women who drink pumpkin spice lattes is actually rooted in misogyny? Uh, full disclosure. The coffee that I almost dropped was a pumpkin coffee. <laughs> right. On the way up. I yeah, I I personally love PSLs. Yes. I I I, I believe them to be god yeah. and they're the greatest things in the world. Mm-hmm. I loves me some cinnamon and whatever the other flavor is. What is it? Allspice? I don't know. Uh, I think nutmeg, so. Something allspice. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, nutmeg. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love those that combination mm-hmm. of flavors. Um I I've seen I think it started in root in sort of misogyny, but has now become adapted to everybody just being like, there they go again. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it's, it's rooted. I, I'm sure there's like 10% at minimum. And there's certain people who definitely have it rooted in some sort of misogyny. But I also think it's just a, like, it, it's like, like not liking the dudes with the wildwood t-shirts on or like mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the bros just slamming, you know, shotgunning six, but, uh, there are the dudes drinking their Miller lights and everything like that. Like, I think it's just a, it's a basic thing that is very popular and it is very easy to take shots at. Yeah. Yes. I agree. And I, 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 I think it might, it, I think the misogyny part might come in because it was. Uh, like, I think pumpkin spice lattes are an easy thing to get into if you don't really like coffee because it just tastes like candy. Yeah. And you don't really hear that as much mm-hmm. about, like, you know, dudes drinking, like, a basic type of beer. Like, yeah. Yingling. You're not going to, like, Yingling is fine, but mm-hmm. it's real basic. Like, if, yeah. you're, if you're getting into beer or, like, an IPA. And somebody, I think, uh, I, I saw a meme that was, like, IPAs are just pumpkin spice lattes for white dudes. <laughs> Not entirely wrong. <laughs> but like I think I think that's where the misogyny would come in. It's like this is something that women are doing and they they enjoy and it is something and like there is that aspect where you see women coming after other women, so men are like, This is the okay thing to do, like to pile on. Sure. Like they kind of see that as like the door being open. Mm. But I I I think that that pumpkin spice lattes are basic and therefore bad is such a like cold take at this mm-hmm. point. Like, oh, yeah. I think we kind of as a society have been like, let's just let people like there mm-hmm. is so much going on. Yeah. Like, let's just let people enjoy stuff. It's not worth our mental <laughs> bandwidth to be we'll like, wait till President Warren until we start talking about <laughs> how uh, pumpkin spice lattes are yeah. problems. Uh, Tim, do you have any thoughts on the the potential misogyny uh, rooted in uh, in the pumpkin spice latte groaning? Uh, I mean, I think you guys have hit all the bases. It, it at some point was probably a little bit on that side. Sean's definitely right in that it's like let let them just enjoy what they enjoy. Like, what's the fucking point? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've never the only people who I've ever busted their balls on pumpkin spice anything mm-hmm. are dudes. So mm-hmm. well, that that's that might be what she's alluding to. Yeah, <laughs> is that yeah. like is that being like, yeah, that's that's a girl drink. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, but that's plus. not how I. Yeah. That's not how I go at it. I I, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, Sean, Sean couldn't get the word. That. He's like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, so I, I had a hard time. I have a hard time. Like I've been trying not to use that as as like a pejorative, mm-hmm. but like because I'm. But it's it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Here's as an aside. I'll actually I'll let Tim finish, and then I have something I need to ask. I need to ask the court. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Tim. Uh, no, you're you're right. I. Making fun of dudes for it because it's a girl drink is absolutely misogynist if that's the way you're going at it. I just go after people, and it's usually just one person. Uh, so it's not Jason, misogyny, one of my it's groomsmen. A... Oh, yeah, okay. So it's not general misogyny. It's just you don't like You want to bust Jason. And it's just like, just I just like, rag I on Jason over Jason. and over and over again. Yeah, you Literally find everything. It. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, so, what, uh, Sean, you had another so point you wanted to make. My, so my, my question that is, what is a... Like an an analogous insult, meaning like pussy or bitch mm-hmm. or pansy that mm-hmm. don't have those connotations with it. You know, because like sometimes, even saying like "man up," like mm-hmm. there there are times when it's just like you need to 
or like sack up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what Definitely is? Definitely don't do that one. Well, yeah, <laughs> but like, what is the? What is what is an analogous? So come with like, another term that's yeah, not like, insulting. Yeah, but to but a like, group of people. But but still with that mm-hmm. same kind of intention behind it, where it's like mm-hmm. you need to hunker down and do yeah. this. You need to do this. You need to take accountability and handle your shit. It's wuss, wimp, maybe, maybe. Wimp, wimp, but the thing is, and ironically, wimpy is kind of wimpy. <laughs> yeah, they don't have the same punch. No. And I think I think we're there's a lexical gap there, mm. which is well, uh, fancy. Yeah, but like in, in that's the, worth like forty points yeah. of Scrabble. In that it's, I mean, it's not really because those words exist, but there is we're missing something that has that kind of punch, mm-hmm. but isn't you it's, know, there's it's nothing not, in the vernacular that makes that makes sense because it's all you know like pussy and yeah, shit like that like yeah. it's all stuff that that alludes to somebody being you're not a man therefore you're being a wimp or yeah vice versa I, I mean i tend to go if if i'm gonna say any like i try not to say that stuff and if i am trying to be like somebody somebody's not acting right or somebody's acting yeah. weak or i i tell them to grow up mm. like come on grow dude, up, just grow up a strong one grow grow up. Up. that's a good move like, that's a good move maybe yeah. grow up stop acting like a child and grow up yeah hmm all right. Okay. Tim, do you have any? Uh, do you have any suggestions? Grow up, baby. I mean, <laughs> grow up is probably the best one we have at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I still think, it, to Sean's point, that it it just doesn't have the same punch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. Well, and, and I think it's it's the fact that, uh, unfortunately, I think it is because it is slightly rooted in misogyny that it has that punch. It's like you're crossing a barrier. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think you're right. I think it has that because there is. Regardless of how "quote unquote" woke you think you are, mm-hmm. like it's still you still think of that as being an insult, like yes. a, more of an insult than calling someone a wimp or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. If you guys have any suggestions, because you know we're just spitballing here, but <laughs> uh, please hit us up on Twitter at Brose underscore Podcast or uh, on our Facebook page at Brose Podcast. Uh, we have a siren going in the background, and the reason that we have that is because. It is uh, very hot in this room. <laughs> yeah. We have the window open at all times. So if you hear it, uh, great. If not, then pretend I just spoke a bunch of nonsense. Um, but, okay, a- any other thoughts on Emily's question about the uh-huh. PS, the PSLs? I think, uh, yeah, no, I think we hit it. It's yeah. probably rooted somewhere in misogyny mm-hmm. that we are blind to, at yeah, least partially. It's... And But, yeah. I mean, even so, I think we have all kind of been, we're just like, you know, just eat, drink your shit. Yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 like during your shit like there there are some people who are giving off ice cold takes at this point yeah. that are like oh pumpkin spice lattes oh, are back. lame yeah yeah they they come people get just as excited about the fucking uh, McRib with the McRib and the the Shamrock <laughs> Shamrock shake. shake oh yeah the Shamrock yeah shake. like it's That's like it, yeah. it's just another thing like the, that it's the just, Gobbler yeah it it is a a seasonal thing that you can only enjoy. <laughs> Dude, I just love the name the goblin. Like it, it never fails. Oh! Like, I just I imagine the sandwich like making that face of me every time. Which I've never had a gobbler before. You, uh, I don't think I have either. You know, it's, I, they are very good. I've had um. Is Bobby is the equivalent of Capriati's? I think. I don't yeah. know. I think it's Bobby the is the thing. Is okay. it is it Bobby warm? Uh no, I don't think it is. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the biggest difference. Is the Bobby is made with like cold cut turkey, sure. but like thick chunks of turkey right whereas the gobbler has like that hot gravy and all mm. that deliciousness it's so sure. good the other thing i want to point out is um when people started the the, the psl like abbreviating it now uh, or, or making it an acronym now is, is confused me because I, I feel like that just started like in the last year or so like starting to call them psls now mm-hmm. psls also mean personal seat license if you're getting a season ticket for, fan <laughs> for football and so when i start people throwing around i'm like oh time to pick up my psl i'm like where'd you get that kind of money <laughs> How does everybody in my timeline have the money to get season tickets to the Eagles now? Uh, so that threw me off for a bit. Um, okay. The next question. Submitted by uh, friend and listener, Charlie Brem. Okay. I love his question. It starts with, okay. <laughs> so, okay. So in an alternate timeline, you guys read the text and summon the brose demon from Sean's bottle in 17.1. <laughs> Sean, what was the bottle you had in 17.1? That's a good question. But anyway, I don't remember. We'll have to look that up. All right. So you, anyway, we've summoned a demon from your bottle. Uh, maybe it's the bottle that oh, you Oh, it was now. the 11 minutes. That was all in yeah. Italian. Oh, okay. So you read the text and I'm summon sure the brose demon. I'm a demon. The fr- oh, yeah. <laughs> the freshly summoned demon gives you your, a choice. One. Everything you eat for the rest of your life tastes like your current favorite flavor of ice cream. Calories and nutritional value stay the same. Or two, your hands are turned into puppies. 
Which one do you choose? Is so, there like a is there like a negative one? <laughs> no, it's just this is like a reverse jigsaw. Like it's just like they're both so great. <laughs> um, okay, so real quick on seventeen on my on our spreadsheet for Sean's it says eleven minutes question mark. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I couldn't figure out what the D-A-S-U-D-A. name was. Yes, Sudan. Oh. So, so your two choices now that we've summoned this horrific brose demon. Is uh, that everything you eat will stay the, for the rest of your life? Tastes like Beaz. So proud. Yes, done. The, the official demon of the Brose podcast, Beelzebro. We need fan art of Beelzebro. Yeah. Uh, you can send it to uh, our Twitter or yeah. pretty much anything. Please do. Uh, so we've summoned Beelzebro, and uh, everything you eat for the rest of your life will either taste like your current favorite flavor of ice cream, or your hands are turned into puppies. I, I think those are. I, I also. I think those might actually be like misleadingly nice. Yeah. Like I. I think if everything tasted like mint chocolate chip ice cream, eventually mm-hmm. I'd be like. So so fuck. So yeah, <laughs> like my question about the puppies is like, do I just have puppies on the ends of you my have arms? Two for... sentient puppies. Their sentience is not linked to yours. Ooh. They're just puppies oh, on the that end. Sounds terrible. Oh, yeah, and full on, full like, on pups. So where are my arms connected to these? Pups? I think it's at the wrist, right to, into the back of the pup. Okay. okay, so like if I were to raise my arms straight up, the pup is facing the up. The pup and is down facing up, paws with out. Balls. Oh, that'd be adorable. <laughs> it would be so cute. See, the thing but is, but you would have to smush them together. Mm-hmm. What if you fall? You have to break <laughs> like, your fall with no. your puppy. You, you can't pet them because you're petting can. them with the other puppy, right? <laughs> So my other question with this is: so a dog's lifespan is much shorter than the average human's have, lifespan. Yes. These have dead puppies I, laying I on you, them. I think you have immortal puppies. Oh no, this got They're, so dark. I, I, I'm just I'm trying to math this out a little bit. I like, believe they stay puppies. They don't become dogs. Yeah. And when you you die, they're like hands. When you die, they die. Okay, so mm-hmm. they're okay. Okay, so they For don't age. Puppy hands. <laughs> yes. Hmm. I have this puppy forever. Do I have to feed them? I. Hmm. Do I have to take them for walks? I would imagine. Well, I think they would get their nutrients from you. Mm-hmm. I would think. I think. Uh, yeah, but I don't know about walking them. I mean, I would figure if you're getting exercise, they're getting exercise. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna go with the the, the ice cream thing <laughs> uh, because there's a lot less of the like monkey paw thing with the yeah. the the ice cream thing. Like I, like at some point, I'd probably just be sick of everything tasting like chocolate ice cream or something yeah. like that. But uh, but the, the the dogs thing has a, has a lot of potential pitfalls that I, I, I don't yeah. think I, we can we could fully consider in this brief period of time. Yeah, the yeah. fact that I would never be able to pet a different puppy ever again because my puppy hands would go barking at the puppy that I'm trying to pet makes me want to go with. I'd rather have everything taste like yeah. chocolate peanut butter ice cream. Yeah, okay. I I agree. It's ice cream because okay. I there's too much too much to chance with mm-hmm. the puppy hands and. You could never hold anything ever again. Right. But can you imagine, like, with the puppy mouths holding your fork and knife as you're trying to cut your steak? And... Yeah. Uh, and then to... they're going to eat your steak. I mean, maybe they eat for you. <laughs> True. That's terrible. I want to taste my food. So what would you go with? Would you go with the ice cream then, Tim? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll... Everything tasting like vanilla ice cream is forever is great. That would be interesting. Vanilla ice cream is your favorite Dude, ice cream. I'm, I'm, I'm simple. I'm not even kidding. You, um, <clears throat> let me check my notes. Uh, wimp, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like vanilla mint chocolate chip, and then I don't give a fuck. Okay, mint chocolate chip is a pretty solid second choice. Yeah. Uh, the, the other, the, the other thing with the ice cream is it, it reduces the amount of choices you have to make. Like, yeah, you ever, like, it doesn't how, how matter. How you stay cooked? whatever <laughs> what do you want i'll just what's the cheapest thing on the menu yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. cheapest most you can um, be super fucking healthy yeah yeah that's true the you cheapest most be, nutritionally I mean, stable thing you've that's got true. on the menu give it to me that's true the caloric and nutritional value is the same so it's just you know you're eating like roughage your whole day because it just tastes like ice cream mm. all right all right so we're all we're all bettering our lives through this first choice He's so like. hydrated go to dinner with <laughs> yells it, bro Go to dinner with a bunch of people that order stuff not on their food. Just be like, give me all their scraps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
don't mind me. Uh, just all sorts of noises coming. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so okay, so ice cream is yeah. the choice that we're all making. Thanks, Bielsabro. Bielsabro, we want ice cream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the next question. Uh, what do you think is a good age to start dating? Mm. Never. 37. <laughs> <laughs> Never. No dating, ever. Um, hmm. Probably, like, I don't know, what does it mean? Serious dating or just, like, because I, I think earlier than, when I was in grade school, you'd be like, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. But, like, it didn't really mean anything. Yeah. 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 I, I think, like, my my mom drove me to a movie uh, with it, my girlfriend in like seventh grade mm-hmm. uh, who was also driven by her parents and then the like the five of us just watched a movie together <laughs> that was a date uh I, I don't think i would count that i would guess okay. no parental supervision uh probably i'd say probably like 15, 15 16? 16 yeah that's where i'm at i was gonna go like 14 15 like once you're in high school yeah 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 yeah, yeah. When, when you're old enough freshman. fuck freshmen they're dumb <laughs> When you're old enough to go walking down the street by yourself. But, I mean, that some people... That's not what I mean. When you're old yeah, enough right. to be... That's Jake walks down the street like, by himself. Yeah, no. six years old. Jake's when, ready. When you're old enough to be out to go. past, like, when it's dark, dark. Yeah. Okay. So I th- by I yourself. Think, I think about 15 or 16 mm-hmm. is when I you, you start to get a little bit less... Uh, like, a little bit less... Uh, worried about it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's pretty normal. Yeah, well, because I think Tim is right in that freshmen are dumb because there mm-hmm. is a huge jump in maturity from eighth grade to sophomore year of high school. So, like that freshman year is so transitional. Like you have kids who act like children, mm-hmm. and you have like kids who are more mature. Yeah, but everyone kind of gets to the same place. Yeah, sophomore you, year. You've had a year of experience. You've got the lay of the land. Wherever your your mm. school is, your social situation is, yeah, and then you can you know you can roll from there. Yeah. yeah. All right, fifteen. We're going fifteen. Sophomore yes. year of high school, uh, and and not a day sooner. There. Yeah. Case closed. Yeah, Done. I think that's good. I think that that makes sense to me. Kids are little kids dating is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. No, thank you. Yeah, thirteen year olds like she's my boyfriend or <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, no. Okay, no, whatever, no. dude. No, 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 no. You don't even know. You have no idea. Just because you're you're both in the same gym class does not mean <laughs> you're dating and you look at each other all the time. Uh, if your life was a movie, which celebrity would play you? Is this aspirational? <laughs> as, 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 whichever one you want. Denzel Washington. <laughs> um, yeah, as, yeah, I'm going to go with the most realistic because I think, all right, let's get both. Let's get both. Okay, Why not? Okay. Let's get both. I mean, I've, I've been told by a few people that uh, through the podcast, you, remind, you, Sean, remind a lot of people of uh, John Mulaney. Okay. And, I could deal with that. Yeah, I could I I can can definitely see it. Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> he's like with like twenty five percent less New York, like, yeah. than your John Mulaney, yeah. yeah, yeah, and like seven inches taller. Is he short? Isn't John? Is I think he's short, isn't he? He might be. Who uh, knows? I don't know. I think he's like stupid short. Uh, um. Anyway, so so John Mulaney, that's a good pick. That's a I good like pick. I'll pick that's that's aspirational, and also it seems kind of fitting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. I already got maths. Uh. All oh right. boy. Who is it? Conan O'Brien. God fucking damn it. Oh, that is a, that is such a good pick. It um, is. It is. Listen, you're both tall and pale. You yeah. both also have very similar humors. Mannerisms. And very charismatic. Yeah. Both with successful late night shows. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, that... Keystone Coast to Coast. Yeah. Number yeah. one fuck in its time it, slot. Fuck it, fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> both Andy Richter is on both of my shows. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I've been getting the Conan O'Brien thing for, uh, at it, least as far as appearances go, for uh, for a while. But I, I the, the humor thing, I was not. A, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I could buy that. Like in, on, his, on his podcast, which I would recommend listening to. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it in. In those moments, he reminds me a lot of you. Okay, like he's a good he's a good host, in, and so are you. Yes, yeah, You're damn right. I am. Yeah. No. All right, I'll have to check that. I've, I've heard it's the Conan O'Brien needs, uh, a, needs friend. a friend. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll have to check that out. Um, so we got John Mulaney. Now for Tim, Darren hmm. Sproles. <laughs> Darren Sproles. 
Yes. I was going to go to Jason Statham. You know what? Appearances-wise, I can, I mean, wise, I can see. Because I'm bald now? Because he's got the country strength. He's just strong. <laughs> Bruce Willis in Unbreakable. Mm, Bruce Willis is a good pick, too. I'll, I'll take Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Yeah. Yeah. I can see you really getting into the accent. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it, but I'd love it. No. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he says six words in, like, two seconds. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, all right, now we need to do Rich. I so have, first of all, we've all picked each other's. None of us have picked yeah, the ones I, that we have. I have an idea for myself, but I want to know who you would, guys would pick for me before I say who I have an idea of. Zach Galifianakis. Ooh, that's a good mm. pick. That is a good pick. What about Jonathan Reese davis the guy who played Gimli? Oh, that's a, <laughs> that's a very good pick. <laughs> that's I, you know, a hell of a beer. Better <laughs> beer than uh, Galifianakis. I, I, I like that pick over Galifianakis. <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, give me a second. I got to look up this guy's name. Oh, boy. Uh, this is going to be fun. All right, so we got Jonathan Reese davis Now, who would we all pick for ourselves? Okay. For myself... It's John Reese davis John Reese davis davies okay. Josh Peck. Oh, from uh, Drake and Josh. Ooh, Josh, Josh and Josh. Peck. Yeah, I okay. Josh Peck That's would be me. That's a good pick. Strong pick. Okay. I like Josh Peck. Um, I honestly don't know. Uh, who's... um. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I don't. I, I can't pick one where I'm like, oh, this guy looks like me. Ed Sheeran, maybe. I got, I got Ed Sheeran before. I, I don't know. I mean, he, he plays a guitar. He sings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could work. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I can't pick somebody for myself. Okay. That's hard. That's so hard. Mm-hmm. All right, Tim. Who is the uh, the name that you're trying to pull up for Rich? Uh, K. Trevor Wilson. He's the guy who plays Squirrely Dan on oh. Letter Kenny. Okay. Oh, that's a good pick too. <laughs> yeah, I'll take him. Uh, I just, I personally don't like Zach Galifianakis. Why don't Zach Galifianakis? I don't know. I just don't really like him. I like, I haven't, I, I've never watched Baskets, and I've never watched any of Between Two Ferns, but like oh. small clips of it, yeah. it just like, I'm like, I know it's an act, but I'm just like, I don't. It's very oh. specific, yeah, and very uncomfortable. The yeah. two that he did, the one he did with Obama and the one he did with Hillrod, are phenomenal. Yeah, His, <laughs> the movie is also very good. I can't. I, I'm really excited like, to watch it. Like, I want to watch the movie, but I just for some mm. reason I just don't like Galifianakis. Yeah. If, if you were wondering what my humor is, <laughs> you should watch the Between Two Ferns movie and then Oh Hello. Which is John Mulaney oh, and Nick Kroll's Broadway oh, show? That. It's exactly my humor. Mary hated both of them. <laughs> like she, it's just, it, but it is exactly like it is the that mm-hmm. sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get then my my pick for myself is uh, Nick Kroll. Okay, nice. Okay, right, Nick yeah, Kroll. Good call. Good call. Okay, and, John Mulaney or Nick Kroll, either one. All right. Who'd you pick for yourself, Tim? Uh, Chris Pratt. Ooh. Okay. Also a strong. If pick. I still had hair. <laughs> that's fine yeah he's a strong he can pet. shave his head he can he can shave it yeah you, it's, yeah. you can always take some off <laughs> you're versatile you can play the uh the, the the funny comedic relief or the strong leading man <laughs> exactly yeah. he's got that country strength he he's, can pull it off he yeah he's got the range <laughs> our next question uh whoo okay so this one was submitted by john turchich how do you think that legalizing prostitution would affect the incel community <laughs> Boy, <laughs> what a turn! Wow. What a turn! Wow, um, yeah. Mary, as she These was putting very, very large topics of conversation Ooh. here. Yeah. So, so hold on. I've never in my life, like, I've thought about the possibility of like what would happen if prostitution was legalized, and I am aware of what the incel community is. Yes. Never in my life would I have thought what would the two uh, and combine? that, but like. It it is weird that I'm like oh yeah I yeah. wonder how it would like, yeah, you know, how yeah, would it it's, it's like, like a it is a very I don't know it's like this it's like mm-hmm. a galaxy brain <laughs> yeah so Rich when you're putting this on social media make sure to just hashtag <laughs> incel a lot because that's gonna get a lot of positive it, traffic oh yeah absolutely yeah. Um, yeah um so how how would legalizing prostitution okay we we need to community? we need to I think. Define what an incel is. In, yeah. So incel Garbage. is it stands for involuntarily celibate, which, funnily enough, was originally created by a queer woman in Canada. Yeah. 
I, there is an episode of Reply All, yeah. all about incels and the formation I, yeah. of the you, incel you group. Need, you should you should listen to that. It, it has a good history of yeah. and and kind of where they are now. And but now incels uh, are generally like neckbeards. When you think of the stereotype of neckbeards, who I'd are I'd rather had neckbeard than a mm. fucking incel. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, because because I think incel ends up kind of going further than neckbeard, where an incel is a person who generally is not they're involuntarily celibate in extreme air quotes yeah because generally they are hyper misogynistic to the to the point where like if you if you were to browse the incel reddit which is no which no longer exists oh it got banned because they were one of their main things is like women should be slaves Hmm. to men Hmm. and it's it is incredibly it's like it's like disturbing yeah and they uh they a lot of them idolized elliot rogers i think that's the guy's name who's elliot rogers he was he went on a shooting spree in california because and he had his manifesto like cited the fact that women didn't like him okay like there it is and and it has kind of morphed into the like the christer shooter like that kind of like meme alt-right thing sure so incels have gone have come very far from where they started whereas people like legitimately upset like how do I it was, find it, women? Yeah, it was it was or, started basically as a support group of I can't find a partner, just be there as a support person, and then and then it, yeah, it the, has gotten so it's it's it got angry. It is yeah. what happens. People start you find and you find an other to blame, and yeah. that's where it got. So that's what incel is. Super happy stuff. Yeah, very positive. But if you were to legalize prostitution. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think it would. Help I, yeah, I don't them. think it would change. Well, they. I mean, they would applaud the fact that women. They would be like, I don't know, because it's. I don't think that women. So, I think there are. There's a big conversation to be had about the legalization of prostitution. I think there's a lot of of potential benefits to it, and there's a lot of risks that you have to consider as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think if you have a community of people who typically has a very negative view of women i don't think that making women available for sex is going to for pay is gonna is, is gonna improve their opinion no it's not I, going to yeah. change that they're, they're gonna bring their poisoned viewpoint into that relationship and, and also they are super angry people and people like that will always find something to be angry about I, yes if anything it might change the, it might eliminate incels because they probably wouldn't be involuntary celibate anymore they would be voluntary celibate because yeah, they're choosing not I to mean, pay the, for the it. terminology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you you'd probably be right. They'd be volcells, which is a thing. Which is a thing that exists. I think. Yeah, volcells. Yeah, but I but I I and do the think it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it, it truly does sometimes. But I, I I do think I don't know because you're not because I think part of the problem is that they're not getting the relationship. Yeah, like a a person to come home to, and that's that's filling a need, and in, in that they can't complain about not getting laid anymore. But they it's still women aren't going to like them because they still have ex- incredibly toxic uh, perspectives. Yeah, and it yeah. seems like your only interaction with women at that point would be in a sexual manner. Yeah, which, which would is not... further dehumanize them. Not saying uh, that sex workers are... Like, not to say that... No, but if that's yeah, your only exposure yeah, yeah, to women... But as an, if, as an incel like that, yeah, you're right. I think it would just... It would cement for them... Mm-hmm. That that viewpoint. Like, yeah. that women are only for sex and they shouldn't... Yeah. You know? Because... It, that it, level yeah. of it would make them worse yeah that level of bullshit is ugh, it's so gross tim yeah jump in here what do, what do you think about this um the incel community is largely human garbage in my opinion <laughs> i think you're right sean's already spoken absolutely uh, agree. they they want they feel like women should be their sexual slaves which is garbage uh most of them are hyper fucking aggressive to the point or just dumb there's also a subreddit called like uh bad women's anatomy and pretty much every post on it is some incel thinks something and it's just like that's that's not how anatomy works what the fuck are you talking about so it's it's an echo chamber of stupidity and human garbage okay um as far as how prostitu- legalizing prostitution would affect the community, uh, yeah, you guys are probably right and probably somewhat validate them. But regardless, they're going to find a reason to be pissed off anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I think it's and there it. is, and, you know, there is a 
much larger conversation to be had about the benefits and yeah of, of legalizing prostitution but i think specifically when it comes to incels i don't think it would help yeah i think that 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 community is going to exist an incel is just like a, a clan member under a different name like you people like that are always going to be like that yeah you have to i mean there is i i do believe that you can change those people's perspectives through education and if you reach out but i don't think I think this specific thing would do nothing for them. Right. Yeah. For them specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Joe, we'll, we'll make things better no. for sure. All right. Um, the, the dense topic. So if you guys have any thoughts on this out there in uh, in listener land, um, you know, please please hit us up. We'd be we'd be happy to hear some some alternate takes on this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would like to. Yeah. That's it's. I would like to hear some uh, conflicting viewpoints. Like, if if John thinks it would help. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm genuinely curious. I, mm-hmm. This is not. It's certainly not a a question that I've thought about with regards to like the legalization of prostitution or legalizing of sex work. Like, yeah, not an angle I thought about. Um, so, it, staying in the household, Emily Cooper has another question for us. Uh, if we don't avoid the climate disaster that the Earth is currently facing, what is your post societal breakdown emergency plan? So, we're on a collision course uh, with with doom as it as it relates to climate change. What is your post-societal breakdown emergency plan? I assume Rich has one because he has his zombie. I, I just have zombies. Well, um, yeah, but it would be the it's same. The same thing. I mean, eh, not necessarily. Like, I, make a it, boat. <laughs> I like the first Find of all. Island. Like, if yeah. anything goes far north as possible, try to try to keep as cool as possible. So go as far north as or as far south as possible. Get away from the equator. Um. And then try to find clean water. Like, do you see that uh, that post that's been circulating of that guy? I think in Michigan, or he might have sold it to Michigan, where he made uh, he has he made machines that collect water vapor from the air and turn it into potable water. I didn't see that. That's so, like, pretty cool. He makes water from just it's just like it takes it and he makes water. That it's, is awesome. It's that's, pretty dope. That's pretty sweet. Hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm. I'm as far as a post-societal breakdown plan, first of all, absolutely make a boat. Uh, just and, to have. Just to have because, it. Because, like, yeah. the society's over. Who cares if it's a money sink at that Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just make a, make a boat. Uh, <laughs> from my understanding, if, if it's a climate change-related catastrophe, there's going to be a lot more water. <laughs> so uh, so the passageway is going to be a little bit easier. Sit um, down, Noah. <laughs> collect two of every Hanson. I mean, animal. Uh, and then... And then um, you don't want that. Nah. Um... Boy, yeah, going north is a good plan. Um, boy, I, I guess I'm thinking back to like there was a documentary that came out years ago. It was like, what would happen if humans just vanished off the face of the planet? And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, that's eventually where we'd be headed if we actually had a societal breakdown where it's just, you know, it's complete anarchy. You know, people are just going to be falling off left and right. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 hard to try to figure out because climate change affects the entire planet yeah, everywhere cause, differently. Because I think if, if society were to break down, you know, then it's like, okay, well, I'd make, I'd start to grow my own food because you have to. But if the climate has been destroyed, what can, what, you make? What can I make? Yeah. yeah. And and if, if society is broken down, there's no more running water. So then you, you got to figure out where you're going to get potable water, where you're going to get water to feed your crops and your, your animals and go far north find a lake but is there gonna be a lake it's uh yeah i don't know i think i would try to find somebody who i know has i would find an extreme couponer <laughs> because because they have those fucking hordes they do where they're like mm-hmm. they have like a, a room just dedicated to like yeah. extra ketchup yeah and like i'm sure it wouldn't be great but you could live off ketchup probably for a little while, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, like, that's a thing. It's a lot it's longer than scary. having no food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm saying, find an extreme couponer you know, yeah, and live with them. Mm-hmm. Participate ex- in the raids. Get as much sure. as you can because there's going to be raids. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, yeah, to get real cool with a lot of stuff real quickly, I think. Yeah. Have you ever seen Mad Max Fury Road? You be the guy that owns the one waterfall in the area, mm. and water becomes a a a, a, a 
a piece of currency, basically. No, I want to be the dude just playing the guitar on, <laughs> on the front of that. Yeah, I become one of the bandits. <laughs> yeah. I got a harmonica. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, what I want. Yeah. All right. I don't know, man. That would it's hard. What would you do, Tim? Uh I mean it depends how bad it got and how quickly. Honestly, I'd probably bitch out and just be like, and I'm done. <laughs> That's the end of it. Just walk off. Uh but but no, walk walking up uh moving north towards a more mild climate, definitely farming of some kind. Uh but probably just grab like a community because trying to live on your own at that point is mm-hmm. it's gonna it's yes, going to it'll take work a for a while but all it takes is like a couple of assholes who are like i don't want to live on my own or be sustainable i just want to take other people's shit yeah it's anarchy yeah like, yeah so making our own little community and all that jazz yes I, it take would... all our brose listeners with us yeah what would a brose community look like in a post all of our families truthfully uh i don't know because I have family, immediate family, who are good at growing their own food, who have guns, who like... So I think I'd be okay, if we're being honest. My my dad's a handy guy. Me and my dad and my brother, we can can build whatever we need to. Um, Your wife's a pharmacist. Like, we've got medicine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And I would just be there giving you synopses of Shakespeare plays. (laughs) Half remembered from when I wrote my thesis. I'm going to have my arms crossed just like at all times make sure like people know like I could potentially fuck with them even though I have no chance of (laughs) fucking with them. But like I just stand there with like this cross look on my face at all times just be like you don't want any part of this. I'd be like Pokemon number 563. I actually don't know which one that is. I wish I did. (laughs) God. Uh, yeah, well, we would be fucked. I think we probably just go back. I mean, yeah, we we can sit, listen. Like there, there are aspects. We all have skills that we might have. We're all probably fucked. Yeah. And ultimately, like we, we, there, are, there are varying levels to which we could survive. But you know, this is not. No, we would, this is not the Oregon Trail. No, you like, go, you go back to like uh, pre, like way, way back to mm-hmm. like hunter-gatherer groups and that's yes. it and then you just kind of start over yeah and mm-hmm. hope uh you know hope yeah. for the best i guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> hope it goes over like peels. <laughs> yeah um all right so our last question to this section gentlemen uh this is submitted by listener james holland love james uh what is your favorite b-list movie or series is there one you would watch uh over and over again despite it being pretty bad b-list so it's not like The Room or Troll 2. It's yeah, that's like, a different level. Yeah, that's like bad. We're that's talking like, like yeah. Evil Dead. Okay. Can I just cop out and say Evil Dead? Yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's, it's a good it movie. Is, it is a good movie. It's a good series. Yeah. Did you guys watch uh, the... Is it on Netflix? Was it Netflix exclusive? The Ash vs. the Evil Dead? It, I believe no. it was on like Encore first, and then it went it? to Netflix after... I started watching that. The first episode's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Huh. The Fast and the Furious franchise. Damn it! You took mine. Had mm-hmm. I thought Is that about really B-list? I, I especially the first ones. I think they have graduated to. Well, here's the thing. I think they are successful, but I don't think they're good. I think an A-list movie would be like. I can't even think of one. Like. Uh, Green Book or like one of those like maybe not Green Book but like <laughs> I understand uh, why that, you that, thought of that that, but, that prestige yeah, type of movie yeah Moonlight or uh, yeah like that type of Drive okay. that kind of movie like oh or you're like yeah something that's like supposed to be very good mm-hmm. this is I think B list it's got me, a big budget yeah it but... means like it's like popcorn movie like a yeah. movie that you just watch kind of shut your brain mm-hmm. or John Wick. Okay. That would that's a good one. I'll pick John Wick so you can have Fast and Furious if you want. <laughs> but jo- I was watching John Wick the other day with uh, Alice. I still need to see John Wick three. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. They're so good. Me neither. Uh, Rich, what would you pick? Uh, seeing as how he relinquished Fast and the Furious, <laughs> okay, fair. and I own the Blu-ray box set of the first six Fast and the Furious movies. Why? Or first seven actually, because they're amazing. They're fun movies. They are. Popcorn, popcorn, popcorn. Yeah. I wouldn't own them. They're mm. good to watch, I, but... I own them twice. <laughs> Actually, I think I own two of them, or a few of them, three times by accident. Because, like, I owned single copies, mm-hmm. 
and then I saw them on sale for like a dollar in a double box. I was like, oh, I don't think I have these, and I bought them. Mm. And then I bought the Blu-ray box set for like 20 bucks on sale. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit, I've got Fast and Furious 1 and 2 three times. Yeah, that happens. That happens. Would you consider Star Wars a B-movie? Because I kind of do. Mm, no. Uh, I would. Yeah, you know what? But I don't the, like the, Star Wars. The original, okay. the original Star Wars. Yeah. And so I, I would say the original trilogy, mm-hmm. but mostly just the first Star Wars, I would consider it a B-list movie. I think the second two are still like, they're still like that kind of hokey. Yeah, they're real campy. It's a space opera. Like operas, by definition, are a little bit campy and a little bit over the top. Like mm-hmm. I, I would, if if we're, if we're if you will, if the three of you will grant me the opportunity to pick Star Wars as a B-movie series, I would take Star Wars. Yeah, if, like if not... um. Man, I don't know. Apparently, uh, have a very definite, different definition of B-list movie than everybody else. Well, you're talking. Yeah, so, so I'm. A, I'm guessing yours is like based on budget. Budget, like well, budget and audience. Like Fast yeah. and the Furious, even the first one when it was just like this looks like it's going to be a standalone movie mm-hmm. had a huge fucking. Well, it's, okay, it's like so a- I'm gonna then uh, then I will I will not say Fast and the Furious. I will say just Tokyo Drift. <laughs> just yeah. Tokyo no, no, Drift. I'll give you that one. That is a fucking B movie that yeah. I I legitimately well, I mean, love that dude, movie. Too Fast, Too Furious is absolutely a B it movie is, too. It's, it's so got good. some big names, but it's just like, but it's not. Tokyo Drift got so much shit, yeah. and it's so fun. It's yeah. so stupid, and it's a good the guy, movie, it's a terrible actor, just I, giving the most like, wooden performance. I movie. like B like, movies man. for me tend to be <laughs> more like the Sharknados and stuff. Yeah, like it, yeah, it's very corny, low budget. Okay. Yeah, like, but I I honestly don't really watch a lot of them, mm-hmm. so it's hard for me to say. Um, there is I, what's it called? Is it called The Rain? It's on Netflix. It's like a Swedish series, and it's yeah, about it's called The Rain, where the, like the rain kills people. Yeah, yeah, where water kills people. Yeah, I've I I started watching that. I never got around to finishing it, but it, like the first couple of episodes that I did watch. We're very interesting. The, my issue was like, I I needed to watch it subtitled because I can't stand the dubbing for it. But that I would consider that kind of a B list type show. So I'd I think, agree. I think that'd be pretty a good choice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I don't know. I don't pay attention to a lot of B movie franchises. It's just that it's never been like horror movies and like slasher films are kind of the ones that I typically assume are like, okay, this is the B movie level. And that, that yeah. kind of movies just never appeal to me. So yeah. I think I, 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 I have a little of bit a, of a limited knowledge. Yeah. I do love those movies though. Yeah, I do, but I can't think of like a, like my favorite one. Yeah. Oh no. Paranormal activity. The first one. Does that count as a B movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's a low budget, low budget, no name. Not a huge. Yeah. Okay. Like, Cause that movie is maybe from my perspective, the perfect horror movie. Okay. It has like, yeah. It has because it has that. It has a very good ramp up, and then it, it's good. It yeah. is excellent. Any other thoughts on the B movie genre as a whole? I love it. I love all movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really hard to find a movie that I am not into. Okay. I mean, the one, for, mo- the one movie we didn't talk about is B movie. <laughs> yeah. Seinfeld movie. <laughs> 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 Uh, those are all the questions that we have uh, in the first envelope of questions. Uh, but before we wrap up, I think we have an episode of The Sweeten Show. Am I correct? Yes. Yes, uh, we do. Uh, yes, we do. Good. Uh, yeah. Obviously, this isn't going to work. There we go. All right. Let me let me get out the uh, the folder real quick. Um. So, Matt. Yeah. Um. My I'm taking my session. It's all about you. A couple okay. episodes ago, probably about three sessions ago, you decided to go out on a limb mm-hmm. and list mm-hmm. your predictions of the Eagles' um, uh, season. That's right. So I took what you wrote. Yeah. I copied it down. Mm-hmm. And I sent it out to. Well, the rich immediately takes this opportunity to shit on me when I <laughs> this session, I, like I, first one of the year. <laughs> I sent it out to a crack team of analysts. And researchers. Okay. And my boy, Marty Pavich, 
Okay. Came back and sent me Povich. <laughs> Marty Povich. <laughs> Marty Povich. See, the problem is I didn't react because I thought Marty Povich might have been an actual person you know, because there's no way it meant Marty Povich. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he sent it back to me, and I have the results of the first five guesses, at least. Like, yes. It takes them a while, for some reason, to, mm -hmm. to get together and determine whether or not you're right or wrong, or if you lied or not, basically. If I lied. So, okay. um... When it comes to the case of Matt Casnell talking about the Eagles season, week one, Redskins versus Eagles, you said they were going to win. Mm -hmm. They determined that was correct. Yes, it is. Woo. Yeah. It was. Go I'm very strong about that. Never wavered that whole game, by the way. <laughs> Even when we were down by like 14. On, on the case of uh, Eagles versus Falcons, week two, mm -hmm. you said that they were going to win. Yeah. With confidence. With confidence. With a lot of confidence, yeah. <laughs> The uh, lie detector test determined mm -hmm. that was incorrect. Oh, okay, mm. that was a lie. Suck. Wow, they, 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 lo they lost. Ooh. Week three mm -hmm. against the Lions, you determined that they were going to win yes, again with confidence. With a lot of confidence. A lot of confidence. Yeah. The lie detector test determined that that was incorrect. It was also incorrect. <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah. everyone. Week four. Mm -hmm. Eagles versus Packers. Yeah. You said that they were going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> Again. I'm pleasantly surprised by this one. <laughs> lie detector test determined that yeah. that was incorrect as well. And that was a lie. That was a lie. It was a lie. It was wrong. And then we kind of gave you this one. Jets versus Eagles. You said they were going to win. And I mean, if you got Hold this. On, wait a minute. <laughs> if, you got, if, if you got this one wrong. Yeah. I would question as to why you were on a sports podcast. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> um, but they determined. Okay. You said that they were going to win. Yeah. And they said that that was the truth. That's, that's, that's correct. That yes. was the truth. Yeah. So. What do you have to say for yourself? So what do I have to say for myself? You're two and three. Yeah, I'm two and three right now. What's, what's going um, on here? By the way, uh, the Eagles are three and two and still considered Super Bowl contenders. So let's hey, uh, let's let's settle down right now. I decided to do this because they have a winning record right now. So. Okay. And, and, oh, for yeah, for, just gonna he's not going to come winning. at you if they had lost the Packers. Game, lost, he was not going to come or, at no, you. No, no, no. Yeah, if they were if they were like three and two, if they were yeah. two and three, I would I would have waited. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way you would have waited till later until I would have waited till I got like six in a row wrong or something like that. So here's here's what I'll say about this. So the, the Philadelphia Eagles have been a very strange team this year. And uh, listen, like uh, like uh, what's it? The guy from like uh, Welcome Back, Cotter is like when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. And I was wrong about those those three games <laughs> fundamentally. Uh, I could easily point to the fact that before the Falcons game, four guys got hurt within the first like four minutes of the game. Uh, but you know what? Should be the Falcons anyway. They played like garbage. Yeah. Uh, so you know. Uh, here's what I have to say for myself. Um, I'm always learning. I'm a man, I'm a man of, of, of who acquires evidence, who acquires new knowledge about the team. Uh, if I had to repick the rest of the season, the rest of my season predictions might look a little bit different based on what I've seen over the first five weeks. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a weird world, this prediction. My, my guess, if I, was, <clears throat> if I was to... Here, I'm going to double down on this. <laughs> if I was to predict... What my predictions are going to be like for the rest of the year? I bet I finish eight and eight. I bet I finish at a solid five hundred. Okay. For the year. So you okay? So I'm going to bet. I'm going to sink more money in. I'm shorting myself essentially, <laughs> uh, and saying that I think I'm going to wind up at like eight and eight because like there are games like this Minnesota game is going to be harder than I thought it was going to be. Uh, the the Bills game, which I also already predicted them losing, is going to be a lot harder than I I thought it was going to be. Um, it's going to be a dodgy road over the next uh, six weeks because we play a bunch of uh, winning winning teams. Um, but, you know, does this is the life of the Eagles fan. You go in with unbridled confidence to start a season, <laughs> and then you wind up by week five going like, eh, maybe we'll like sneak into the playoffs yeah. or something like that. So. Uh, but no, I appreciate you taking your time to just remind me that I've oh, got five, I, three or five games wrong. I had to re-listen to that. Casnell Corner segment about 16 times to make sure I got all your predictions right. Uh -huh. Because I kept missing one or the other or getting one week off. And I was just, I had to listen to that so many times to yeah. make sure I got it right. Dude, it's, uh, listen, football's a weird sport. Uh, Browns were supposed to be in the, like a surefire playoff team this year and they look bad. They oh, yeah. look terrible. Terrible. So we can keep. 
licking them. Yes. yes. So it's okay Absolutely. for us to continue having we, them be we, there. We no longer, we, we don't yeah. have to change to the Jets or the Dolphins. It's true. The Dolphins. Not quite yet. Um, the Jets, let's be honest, should be better than they are. They're also a team that's like snake bit with injury. Their quarterback got mono. Yeah. <laughs> and then their, their backup quarterback <laughs> broke his leg. Yeah. And, and, and their e- third string quarterback is healthy, which is a problem. <laughs> and, and ESPN <laughs> keeps mocking their quarterback. It's so good. Because he got mono, like, kiss it goodbye and stuff uh, like that. <laughs> how about those Giants, though? Oh, uh, dude. Man, they, surprisingly good. They are surprisingly competent. I mean, they they sort of they they, they hung, hung with the Patriots for two quarters and then got wrecked in the uh, second half. That was but... my that was my prediction for the game was okay. that the, the Patriots were going to do poorly and then run away with it at the end. Yeah, and yeah. that's exactly what happened yeah. every time with the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. except Remar- in the Super Bowl, which was fucking terrible. And the Patriots suck. I hate them. Yeah, and the garbage. Every time they're good, I've 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 started. <laughs> To just piss off Jake, being like, "Yeah, Tom Brady's not that good." <laughs> <laughs> You're trolling your son. Yeah, he's not great. He's not that good. He's looking bad this year. He actually, he is looking bad this honestly, year. Honestly, he, he kind is. of is. Like, yeah. like he's, I he's... think if the Patriots weren't as good as they are, they have so yeah. many. They have so many people who are so good. Yeah, but the... they. If uh, Tom Brady should have retired last year, that's yeah. my hot take. Yeah, there. I'm gonna steal your. I'm gonna steal your thunder <laughs> and give an actual hot nose. take. Tom yeah. Brady should have retired. He's yeah. being greedy. Mm-hmm. Being like, I need another Super Bowl ring. You're too old, man. You yeah. need to stop. You don't yeah. need 45 yeah. Super Bowl rings. He, he wants to break the record, I think, is yep. his yeah. thing. And uh, Doesn't he have the record? Uh, he might know. have For the record six. with most most on a single team, yeah. maybe. Montana's okay. got... He might have it now, because I think Montana had five or six. Yeah, he needs to just stop. Yeah, no. um, but yeah, no, this, this year has been a little bit dodgy. I think you know. I think I think what happened, Sean. He stole a Tide Pod from Gronk because he's washed. He's washed. <laughs> I tell you. Uh, uh, all right, uh, all right. But real quick, I also want to take this quick segment as a call to action to the listeners. Over the past couple weeks, I've been trying to like get healthy, eat better. This week, I had two meatless days, Ooh. like in a row, and so just like in in. Like out of Wednesday out of and Thursday, okay. I did not eat any meat. Okay, like on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even like for lunch today, I had a meatless lunch. Like trying to eat healthier. So call to action to listeners. Call me out on my bullshit. This airs two weeks after we're recording. Make sure I'm at least on week one of Couch to Five K. <laughs> Make sure I'm at least starting it. Call me out on this because I do want to get healthier. It's just. Personally, if mm. if I have people watching me on this, I might I'm more likely to keep up on it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There's like a there's somebody uh, Drew McGarry, a, a prominent uh, sports and like news columnist, was like he he was trying to lose weight over a period of time, and he every morning he would just post what his weight was. So it's like whether you're posting your weight, it's 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 whether you're posting the weight or whether you're posting how many miles you ran or posting what you ate that day. Like there is a an amount of accountability that you get when yeah. you make a goal public, where yeah. it's like, okay, now you know what I've been doing. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you can I, all call me on my bullshit. Yeah, or whatever. I think it's especially if you do not have the, not for myself. I'm going to speak fully for myself. <laughs> but when you don't, when you don't like yourself very much, being accountable to yourself is almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, who gives a shit? You right, know what I mean? Right, like, right. I, it's so much easier if I'm accountable to somebody else. Like Mary and I before the wedding, like we would text each other our weight every single day. So we were accountable to each other because I can't to myself I cannot be accountable. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. I've for like the past month and a half, I'm like, I'm gonna start couch of five K on Friday or Monday. I'm gonna start it on Monday. I'm gonna start mm-hmm. it on Monday. And every Monday comes and I'm like, I'll start it next Monday. Well yeah, I'll that's what I stopped Monday. I stopped eating meat because of Lent. Because mm-hmm. I was accountable to our Lord Jesus Jesus never worked for me. And his polar opposite, Beazelbrook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's wrap this one up, Rich. Where can people find uh, your takes on Twitter? At B underscore Walnuts. How about you, Tim? At Tim R. Hansen. And you, Sean? At Hey, it's SOB. And my, uh, my still eminently correct football takes can be found on <laughs> at MCASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast, of course, uh, can be found at Brose underscore podcast on Twitter uh, or on Facebook at Brose Podcast. And if you have a question for the show... Email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. Uh, that's brosequestions at gmail.com because that'll give you a chance to hear 
your question on the show, which is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else where you can find fine podcasts. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Shannon Vogel for designing our logo. Uh, your Her work can be found on Etsy.com and at Shannon Vogel Photography on Facebook. Uh, and our theme music is When by Stephen Siebert. Uh, Rich, you host the PodQuest podcast. Yes, I co-host the PodQuest podcast, um, where all podcasts are available. It's a nerd round table. Come check us out. I co-host the Keystone Coast to Coast podcast, uh, which in name it is supposed to be a podcast just about Philly and Pittsburgh sports, but in actuality it has just turned into an hour of me and Eddie yelling at each other about Baker Mayfield. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so uh, he, is, he is very anti-Baker Mayfield. I am very Ooh. pro-Baker Mayfield. Ooh. So uh, it's, it's, been a, it's been a rough couple of weeks for me, uh, but it's also, it's also, I believe... Eddie is getting a lot of his uh, vitriol out because he's a Steelers fan, and they're on like their ninth quarterback now. So uh, things are not looking great for them. But you can listen to all of our banter at the Keystone Coast to Coast podcast. And, of course, I also edit the Under Pressure podcast, The Hidden Story of Pregnancy and Preeclampsia. Say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hasta luego. For Rich Sweeten, Tim Hansen, Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moose team. Moose. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you to be smart about being stupid. I don't want to. Welcome back, buddy. Thanks.